2: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com.
3: Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
4: And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller?
0: I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free.
4: Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal?
2: I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange.
4: Ooh, you got burned. Next caller.
0: course
4: our best smartphone deals your choice of plan learn how to get the new samsung galaxy s24 plus with galaxy ai on us with eligible trade-in at&t connecting changes everything
0: offers vary by device subject to change s24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time terms and restrictions apply see att.com slash samsung for details dumbbells Why?
5: 55 cents Fifty five cents to see a bunch of new cars that next month we could see free at any stoplight. Ron and Anian.
1: It's not just that he's asking us to fix it. He's depending upon us. And so many times, this is what a local repair shop becomes. We become that point of dependency. As
2: far as I'm concerned, an auto show is just a preview of a used car lot. The
1: car doctor. Don't count on the tool to give you the golden bullet. Count on the tool to give you information so the thing between your ears can come to a conclusion. Does that make sense? Right, I understand. All Makes right? sense.
3: Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on
2: automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone
1: and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now...
4: Headlights built in the fenders, fenders built in the car, car built in Detroit, Detroit built in
1: 1701. Here's Ronnie. Sometimes I feel like that, built in 1701, but then again, depends on the day of the week. Hello and welcome. Martin Anian at your service. I hope you're all well. I hope you all had a great week. And uh, thanks for stopping by and joining me this weekend or whenever it is you happen to be taking the time to listen to this radio show. Um, I, you know, I've got to tell you that, um, and I'm probably going to do something I'm not supposed to do. So, Tom, you better get ready. Because um, I was told not to do this, not to acknowledge it, not to um, address the situation. But, you know, it's... It's too important to me. You know, I take this radio show very personally. And um, unfortunately, I probably do that because I care about it. I care about you. I'm just trying to give you the best possible information I can. And I'm trying to do that without putting too much emotion in, of which I'm guilty sometimes, and too much opinion in, of which I'm guilty sometimes. But maybe that's what you like about it. You know, it's me. You're, You're buying me. I say it all the time. You come to the shop. This is what you get. It's no different. It's This is it exactly, except I'm standing there usually in a blue uniform and lately suspenders because my pants keep falling down because of CrossFit. But that's a whole other conversation. Thanks for the imagery. I know I heard everybody say that. So I want to talk about, I was reading podcast reviews. Somehow I got a notice about some of the podcast reviews you're putting up and because obviously this radio show then becomes a podcast and just some of the reviews in general and conversations in general that go on. And listen, I don't care if they're good or bad. Uh, I, I just want it to be factual, all right? And that's all I'm looking for. You know, I live by and die by the mantra. As long as people, more people swear by me than at me, I'm ahead of the curve because you're not going to make everybody happy, and that's okay. Haters are going to hate. There's a couple of podcast reviews that talk about the way we're approaching dispensing information about the electric car boom that's coming, all right? And I think it's going to be a big boom. It's going to be a kaboom. But that's just my opinion, which... I think I'm allowed to have. And one of them was interesting. One of them really caught my eye. It said that I was a liar because they believed I was single-handedly trying to sink the electric car industry. And the fact that I'm dispensing incorrect information about electric vehicles that, you know, I said that you can't buy an electric car for less than $60,000. No, you need to clean out your ears. All right. Because this, this, this individual who like, I, consider a little bit of a coward he wouldn't even post his name he said just unknown poster um so there's somebody with a lot of guts uh you know what you want to take a shot put your hat in the ring stand up and be identified he said that you know i you could i said that you couldn't buy an electric vehicle for less than 60 grand no what i said was that you couldn't purchase a tesla model three at the time and i checked it again the other day the tesla i was looking at i believe it was the Model Three was $59,862 by the time you added air conditioning, nice wheels, a nice interior, comfortable seats, and you picked it in a color other than white. And if you wanted the self-driving option, which was ten grand all by itself. And that's what I had said that day on air. The poster then went on to point out that you can buy so many electric vehicles today for less than $60,000. You can buy a Nissan Leaf for $31,000. Yeah, you can. That's true. But how good of an electric vehicle is it? So I said, well, rather than just come up with my own anecdotes and my own comments, let me go right to the source. Let me go talk to one of the guys I know that fixes it. My friend Tim happens to be the shop foreman for one of the local Nissan dealers, and I spoke to Tim, and some of his comments aren't fit for air when I asked him about the Nissan Leaf and what he thought of it. But suffice it to say that he said, yes, it is a good $29,862 car. It's thirty grand. He said his words... It rides like a buckboard with every spring that's broken. It basically will go 150 miles with a tailwind, provided you don't get stuck in too much traffic and turn on the air conditioning. And if you're planning to take long trips with it, plan to be parked a lot, hoping you can find a charging station because it takes anywhere on house current. (laughs) Are you ready for this? On household current, it takes 12 hours to charge a Nissan Leaf. 12 hours. Now, if you're fortunate enough, you can find a fast charger for this aforementioned wonderful Nissan Leaf for 30 grand. It's going to take you four to six hours on a 220 volt charger, and if you find a 440 volt charger, which is uh, pretty much privy to the Nissan dealers, it's a $50,000 charger. It will take you two hours, but you have to find one that's available. You have to find one that's you know up and open. Tim then went on to point out to me that, you know, the, the the 440 charger that they have at the dealership is available that people will pull in, swipe their credit card, pay all kinds of money to charge up in less than two hours and be on their way. Who has two hours to gas up a vehicle is my first question. Who has two hours to sit there? Uh, what are we going to do? We're going to take lunch. We're going to have lunch at the local Nissan dealership and overlook the rows of new cars. That's going to be the exciting lunch hour that we want to spend our time doing. So when I talk what you perceive as bad about the electric car industry, mm -mm. you're hearing the bad. You just happen to hear my voice expressing it. I'm just the guy that's trying to deliver the news and you're not willing to look at it. You've got to look at it because this is the future. This is what they're giving us now. I'm also a facts guy. I try to stay to the facts as much as possible and keep emotion and opinion out of it. Although I will get emotional, I will get opinionated. I guess that's the stubborn Armenian in me that comes out. And I probably can't say that, but I did so there. You know, things like I will sit and take this article that research Kathy, who's doing her job, came up with from an outfit called Torque News. And I read the article. I believe you go research Torque News, charging an electric vehicle in public can cost triple what fueling up a gas guzzler does and this story came out written by john gorham july of this year and he talks about the costs of charging a 2022 chevy bolt and how it was pricier than fueling up a gas guzzling performance dodge that put out 797 horsepower when he compared the costs now is 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 that me trying to sink the electric car industry or am i just preventing the presenting the facts as i as i read them i think i'm presenting the facts i'm presenting what what the media is presenting isn't this isn't radio considered media isn't that what we're supposed to be i i'm not sure what it is you want to hear and say you know a long time ago i learned only blue clouds and wonderful thoughts should come out of your radio speaker because you know you tune in you want to hear what's going on but you want to hear it in a in a nice, presented, soft kind of way. That's what I'm trying to do, but I'm trying to keep your eyes wide open. You know, not everything I do may make sense to you, but there's a reason. We've had a, we had a caller on the show the past couple of weeks who's calling up with a problem vehicle, and I'm a little frustrated with this one individual because they're not diagnosing it. They're jumping around and, and changing parts, and no real diagnostics were done. And I've been a little, I won't say misleading, but I'm trying to take this this individual down a path of making them diagnose something. And my point is, I received a couple of emails during the course of the week, which what I believe is the solution too. And they said, hey, how come you didn't tell them about this? And how come you didn't tell them about that? And a few of you took me to task because I didn't tell them about this or that, the silver bullet my answer was simple, because sometimes I'm not here to hand out silver bullets. I'm here to hand out diagnostic approach, trying to teach you and make you better diagnosticians. Because isn't that what it's all about? Are we here to just get answers for the moment and then move on to the next thing? I don't think it's often, and I'll have to take a look at myself, where I sit there and I say, boom, it's that, change it. I always give you a reason. I always give you an explanation. I always give you a what to test. And why do I do that? Number one, it would probably be pretty boring if you called up and said, my car does this and I said, change this. Next guy, my car does that, it does this. Change that. Where would the interest be? Where would the learning be? You know what? Again, I'll say it again publicly, again and again and again. I hope the electric car industry makes it. I really do. But I need to see more proof of intelligent thought. All right, I need to see more proof that we're thinking our way through this and not just ramming it down our throats without any aforethought mentioned possibilities. Tim goes to Brazil every, every January and February. I'm not giving anyone any trade secrets. He uh, takes vacation for a month or two in Brazil. And I asked him, I said, so Tim, what's the electric car program like down in Brazil? And he broke out laughing hysterically. He said, Brazil, electric car program? Ron, you're talking about a country that if we have indoor plumbing and running water, we're thrilled. He said there's no way Brazil or or most of South America will ever come up to an electric vehicle standard for the next 50 to 100 years. And I kept thinking to myself, so how is it that we as America, we're going to stand alone in this and we're going to do this all by ourselves? We're going to lead the way into what might be the most expensive folly we've ever done? That's an opinion, not a fact. We'll see. Eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero zero. Running the car doctor coming back right after this. Don't go away.
2: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com com Enjoy all your favorite sports like
3: never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with Bet MGM you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever.
0: Explore more stories like Alex's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
4: As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds...
0: It was shocking.
4: I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. It sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning. It's even messier than you thought.
0: United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.
2: What's more fun than listening to Ron and Annie in the Car Doctor and getting that car fixed right?
1: 855-560-9900. Give Ron a call now. Back to Ron. Hey, let's get over to Richard in New Jersey. Nineteen ninety Firebird and uh, some bucking and rough running issues. Richard, welcome to the Car Doctor, sir. How can I help? Thanks. You're thanks, welcome.
5: Ron. Thanks You're for welcome. taking my call. You're welcome, sir. So it's it's a ni- nineteen ninety Firebird. It's a Formula. It's a three hundred five V eight five speed manual. And it's two-port fuel injection, and the car is basically stock. Okay. So uh, when you when you drive the car under a slight load at between seventeen hundred and two thousand RPM, the car bucks and misses. Now it's not like a it's not it's not just a miss. It's like three three or four cylinders go out, so it really like um, runs awful. So um, the problem showed up as a crank no start. And so I looked into it, and I checked spark plugs. There was no spark to the plugs. So I cleaned the magnetic pickup coil in the distributor okay. with sandpaper, and the engine ran ran fine. Had the car so been sitting it.
1: any length of time, Richard?
5: Um, yes. The car is um, in my garage, and it, it gets about 3,000 miles per year. So it sits quite a lot, but I do drive it you know, on short trips and just ride around the cruise nights and right. things like that does it
1: does it run okay cold and get progressively worse as the vehicle warms up or is it bad right from the start
5: it's bad it's it's not as bad cold but it's but it's bad you could certainly feel it okay. and it doesn't change that much from cold to hot
1: okay and what have you done what have you done so far what parts have you changed what kind of diagnosis okay. have you done
5: Okay. So it's an OBD1 car, so I don't have any codes. So I'm just, you know, going to see the pants trying things. So um what I did was I replaced the distributor with a new distributor and the, that's when I that's when I found this problem. Uh so then I replaced it with a second new distributor and I still had this problem of missing at 1700-2000 RPM. So then I replaced Again, with an MSD street fire and the same problem. So that's that's the distributor that's in the car now. Okay. Um, okay. Is this is this so the distributor
1: things, behind the water pump, Richard, or is this still no. in the back of the motor? This is in the back of the motor, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Go ahead.
5: It's, it's in the back of the motor. It's, right. it's a, an old-fashioned small box. Right. So then I, I, I changed the wiring harness to the distributor. So that's a $20 port. It's just a, 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 a wire that's about nine inches long, and it's a pink and black, pink with a black wire. Right. So I replaced that. I disconnected my MSD and ran it from the um, existing ignition. I I inspected the knock sensor and the wiring to the knock sensor, and let's see. Then I put 91 octane fuel in it. I set the timing with the EST unplugged. Right. To zero degrees because it runs like it, it runs like it's way advanced timing. So, but that didn't help. I thought I was onto something there, but that didn't help. So I set the timing back six degrees and now the timing is set back to six degrees base timing with the EST um, unplugged. New wires, new plugs, uh, replace the coil with a known good coil and then I removed the EGR and I put in a, a, a plate. To block the port in the intake manifold from the exhaust gas to the intake manifold, and basically that's it, okay, so one more other thing I was checking the um uh the body ground, so I ran a new body ground from the accessory bracket to the uh shock tower okay so. So that's, that's where I am now. All
1: right, so let's do this. If you sat there completely warmed up and brought it up to seventeen or 1,800 RPM, would it start to miss and break up?
5: No. If I, In my garage, no.
1: So it's only under if load. I put
5: the we- right. So if I, I put the rear wheels off the ground, put it in third gear, and step on the brake slightly at this, you know, and I think I'll go from idle up through this RPM. Right. Um, It uh, it bucks. If I go through it, now let's say I bring it up to 2,500 RPM uh, on the street with a small load. If I go through it, you know what I mean? If I go to a higher RPM, it runs okay. You know, um, I got to keep it in, I got to keep it over 2,500 RPM, and it'll run pretty good. Okay. Let
1: me ask you this. If you disconnect the EST bypass line and keep it in base timing and drive it, does it make any difference?
5: I don't know. I did I never did that. All right, I try, can do that easy. Try,
1: try that. That's number one. Number two, even okay. even though it doesn't break up and it seems to run normal, see to the pants, if you were to take a timing light, hook a timing light up to I don't know, pick a cylinder. Well let's, let's start with one, right? One. And um yeah. let's let's take a timing light. Do you have an advanced light or just a regular light?
5: I have just a regular light. Okay. I can I can't advance.
1: That's fine and let's find timing and bring it up to 17, 1,800 RPM where it's breaking up under, under load. Does the timing stay consistent? Does the mark, in other words, once it reaches total advance, whatever whatever the number is, 25, 30, 35, whatever, when it gets to that point, yeah. 17, 18, 2,000, 2,200, 2,500, is the timing steady on the marker? Or is it is it scattered? Is it starting to bounce? If it's steady... My my inclination is it's not spark related, all right. Even though, even though this seems to have started with a no crank, no start, but something changed as a result of cleaning whatever you you know the the pickup that you cleaned. Um, Do you own a voltmeter? Yes. Okay. How about if we took the voltmeter, tapped it into that pink wire, which is the feed from the ignition switch, going to the Mm -hmm. ignition coil? All right. And checked and made sure that it had constant ignition switch voltage. Richard, sit tight. I got a couple of more points I want to go over with you when we come back. I'm uh, I'm running the car, doctor. We are, we are. Oh no! As a matter of fact, you know what, Richard? Um, sit tight, babe. We're gonna call you back in a little while. I'm running in the car, doctor. We'll be back right after this.
2: up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com.
0: Explore more stories like Alex's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
4: As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning. It's even messier than you thought.
0: United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.
1: Welcome back, listeners. Ron and Amy in The Car Doctor. You know, fall is coming up not not too far away now, a couple of weeks. And then behind that, old man winter is going to be upon us. And with the fall and winter driving season, sure comes the weather that uh, makes driving your vehicle maybe a little bit more difficult. and We want to keep you safe. We want to keep you informed. So we thought it would be a good time for a little bit of tire 101. So what, the, what some of the things you need to look for as you're considering going out to purchase tires or maybe just look at your tires. Are the tires on your vehicle ready for the weather ahead? And we reached out to, we've reached out to Jenny Page. She is a product manager for Cooper Tire. And we're glad to have Jenny here with us today. And my spies tell me she's also a tire engineer, but I don't know if I can mention that. Um, So I won't. Um, But maybe we'll get some tire engineering stories out of her at some point, too. We'll see how we do today with time. Jenny, welcome aboard. Welcome to the car doctor.
6: Hey, Ron, I appreciate you inviting me in to talk about Tires 101. It's great to be here.
1: Um, Let's start with the basics, right? Everybody always says, oh, my tires are worn out or are my tires worn out? Uh, You know, what do tire tread wear indicators tell us and what should we be looking for?
6: So the tire tread wear indicators are actually required by the Department of Transportation to be in any tire that's on the road. Um, they're in the grooves of the tire, and they actually tell you when your tread is worn down to 2 32 of an inch, because at that point, it's really no longer legal for use on the roads. So um, you really need to be looking for those indicators. And when your tread lugs are worn even to those indicators, it means it's time to replace your tires. Now, in addition to those tread wear indicators, Cooper actually offers our wear square technology in a number of our lines. Ron, you and I were talking about the Cooper CS5 just before this interview. And uh, in that CS5, we have that wear square, which is essentially a... Um, a square that wears away as your tread wears. So if all four sides are there, you've got 100% of your tread wear. And then as each side of the square wears away, you lose 25% of your wear. So if you look at the square and there's only two sides to it, you know you're about 50% worn on your tread wear. So it's just a way to give um, consumers another way to look at their tires and kind of know where they're at with their tread life. Um, and it gives you a chance to be able to kind of plan ahead for that purchase. Nobody likes to go spend hundreds of dollars on a new set of tires. So it gives you a chance to kind of be planning for and know about when you're going to need those new tires.
1: Everybody's always asking for, you know, they they want the longest lasting tire. And why can't they make tires last longer? Which, uh, you know, I think a tire on a vehicle that's properly maintained, aligned, suspension, air inflation, and rotation. I think tires last a good long time compared to the old days when I first started. You know, can rubber be improved to provide longer tire life?
6: You know, actually, a tire's composition really can increase the longevity um, for wear. Uh, in fact, the new Cooper Endeavor tire that we've just launched has a silica tread compound that gives us the ability to put a 65,000 mile tread wear warranty on that. Tires can be tuned to give you that long life. They can also be tuned for a number of different attributes, such as that sporty, spirited feel. Right? Uh, ultra high performance tires typically give you a, a more sporty ride, but they're not going to last as long. So there's certainly trade-offs when you're looking for those things. Uh, some people are more interested in comfort and quiet right are you looking for a really quiet tire so it's important to talk to um, your tire shop and make sure they really understand what you're looking for and how you drive before you make that purchase decision on what tires you need
1: so let's let's talk about the Cooper endeavor you brought it up right um, you know what, what kind of testing how long does it take I'm just curious from my own knowledge. How long does it take? You know, how long has the endeavor been in, in development? A year, two years, three years? You know, what's how long is a tire on the drawing board and what does it take to bring to market like that time wise?
6: Oh, it certainly takes quite a long time for any tire, the Endeavor or any tire line that we bring to market. Um, Our engineers and designers put the tire through a lot of tests. Um, We take the tires down to our vehicle test center down in Texas, um, where we put a lot of miles, literally thousands of miles on these new tires between our test track in Texas, as well as laboratory testing that we do in our our, uh, technical centers. So, like I said, literally thousands of miles are put on these new tire designs before the first one's ever available to the public. Um, We're testing for things like tire noise, tire traction. Um, How does it perform on wet pavement? How does it perform on dry pavement? Um, if it's an off-road tire, we're looking for how it traverses sand and mud and rocks. Um, and like you said, for the Endeavor Plus or for our new Cooper Discoverer Rugged Trek, which is an off-road tire, um, you can rest assured that those tires provide long-lasting, durable performance that's been tested and proved out by our testing engineers.
1: So it's been er- everything has been put through its paces, and it's 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 measured in years, not months, in terms of how long it takes to get a tire to market
6: oh absolutely
1: yes so the new endeavor again we'll, we'll we'll talk about that it's the latest product offering from cooper you know how does the endeavor stack up in the competition because obviously you had a you had a a competition in mind you don't just say let's just create a tire you don't put two or three years worth of work and the cost into bringing a tire to market just for the sake of changing names uh you know what was your concept for the endeavor what did you guys want it to do uh, amongst the competition in the marketplace and, you know, when you do that, um, you know, was it, was it longer tread life? Was it better safety? Was it better traction? What was it that, you know, created the need for Endeavor?
6: So, we keep saying the Cooper Endeavor. Let me just clarify for the listening audience. So, the Cooper Endeavor is actually a tire designed to fit sedans and coupes, but then we also have the Cooper Endeavor Plus, which is tuned more for sport utility vehicles. So, it's one large line that covers everything from, um, you know, your Honda Fits up through um, your GMC Yukons. It it covers the gamut between the Endeavor and the Endeavor Plus tire lines. So, um that tire line, like i had mentioned before, has a 65,000-mile tread wear warranty, um, and it has that trust, trusted, dependable performance so that you can put the tires on and drive through your life without really having to think or worry about your tires. Um, it's got rain channels that help flush out water so you don't have to be concerned about hydroplaning when you're driving. Um, it's got biting edges to give you traction in the wet, um, it gives you that peace of mind, like I said, so you really don't have to think about your tires. And it fits a lot of popular vehicles. I threw a couple out, but Hyundai Sonatas, Honda Odysseys, Ford Escapes, Jeep Grand Cherokees. It fits the gamut, and it gives you, it's the right tire for a daily driver for people looking for just a comfortable highway product.
1: So suffice it to say it's 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 the latest and greatest technology both in design, treadwear, traction and so on. It's it's what the engineers have tested on the test track, right? It's it's come to market now.
6: That's right. It's gone through a number of different prototypes to make sure that we've really dialed it in, dialed it in for what our consumers are looking for again, for a comfortable tire that you can put on and not have to think about you know, outside of making sure your inflation pressure is up and, and you're inspecting your tires for cracks, bulges, punctures, things like right. that.
1: In our, in our closing couple of minutes here, Jenny, um, just I just want to touch on tread depth again. You know, some people say change tires at 430 seconds. Some say less than 230 seconds. What is, what is the industry standard? How does a tire person explain it?
6: So, Cooper recommends that drivers replace their tires when they're worn down to 2 32 of an inch. Um, and that's really, if it's worn down to 2 30 seconds anywhere on the tread face. So, you need to kind of be inspecting your tires uh, around the whole tire. Um, a lot of people are familiar with the penny test, right. where outside of your tread wear indicators, you can actually take a penny... Make sure Abe Lincoln is upside down and put it in your tread. And if the tread is not deep enough to cover Abe's head, then it's time to get new tires.
1: It's time to get, of, uh, of, course, of course, you have to find a penny in the days of the pandemic and no change, right? <laughs> Which is, that's, that's a whole other problem. Let me ask you real quick before we go, can tires improve miles per gallon real quick?
6: Um, You know, tires do affect your miles per gallon, but I think it's important for your listeners to know that the most important thing to improve your miles per gallon is really to check your inflation pressure. Improperly inflated tires have a huge effect on your gas mileage, Um, not only your gas mileage, but also your tread life and your traction. Um, your tires are really the only thing between you and the road, and it's really important that you're checking your tires for proper inflation. We recommend checking at least monthly and before long
1: trips. On a a regular basis. Jenny, thank you so much. It's been great. If the listeners want more information, they want to find out more about tire safety and and the Cooper Endeavor line for both SUVs and, and passenger vehicles, where can they go? Where's the website?
6: Uh, so the website is coopertire.com, and you can get on there and explore everything from how to check your tires, um, learn about tire safety, learn about the new products like the Endeavor and the Endeavor Plus, um, and, and check out the full range of Cooper Tire products.
1: Perfect. Jenny, thanks a lot. You have a great rest of the afternoon, all right?
6: Hey, you too. Thanks, Ron.
1: You're very welcome. I'm Ron in The Car Doctor. We are back right after this. Don't go away.
2: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then, shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com.
0: Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
4: Martha Stewart, the original influencer.
0: When I think about anything, I think
4: about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall.
1: That's right. Every once in a while, I get to do it right. Hello. Welcome back. Ron and Annie in the car, doctor. We uh, want to say thanks again to Jenny Page from Cooper for stopping by. I forgot that we had her in the lineup today. And uh, let me get back to Richard, who's been waiting there very patiently. Sorry about that, Richard. We sort of had a collision on air. Radio got in the way of radio today. Um, We were talking about your 1990 Firebird prior to uh, Jenny coming on board. We only had her for a limited time, so I couldn't change that. Thanks for understanding. Um, My last comment prior to leaving you was if you were to take a voltmeter, Tap it into that pink wire where it comes into the connect. It comes into the distributor to the uh, distributor cap. That's the positive feed from the ignition switch to the coil. Does it go away? I don't. I don't think it will. But it's something you can test. And as you always hear me say, diagnosing is sometimes telling what's good so you can eliminate, and you'll come up with what's bad. All right. So disconnect okay. disconnecting disconnecting the EST, the spark state, does timing stay true. Um, you know, you could also go and look at opposite uh, firing words one eight four three six five seven two one eight four three six. So you could go to cylinder six. You should be able to replicate Uh, The same timing mark on the front of the cover uh, triggering the timing light off of number one cylinder as you did on number six, vice versa. So you could actually look to see. We, We called that split timing back in the day. And if there was anything larger than a two to four degree difference between the two we would start to suspect things like wear at the cam gear wear in the distributor gear something that would affect timing out over the curve uh even the case of a bad timing chain is possible too just another way to look at it all right back in the day that was a common method to uh, we called it split timing and just going to the opposite cylinder in the firing order last and this is where i think you'll yep. end up all right i've saved the best for last as you know i always do you can use does your does your scan tool show data stream or is it just codes only?
5: Just codes only.
1: Okay. There would be a way to look at fuel trim if it was data stream. In in nineteen ninety terms, it wasn't fuel trim long term, short term like we know today. I always thank God for OBD two for the simplification it brought. Yeah. General Motors was using something called block learn and integrator, which was the short and long term fuel adjustment. Nomenclature for the day, but if you had a scan tool that showed that, I'd be curious to see if at the point of the engine, the car bucking and running badly like you described, does fuel trim change? And I'd be willing okay. to bet it went lean, just keeping that in mind, all right? if you happen to come up with a, 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 a scan tool that does it. But what I'd like you to do, and I know it's a bit of a pain in the neck because tune port cars, the injectors, aren't the easiest things in the world to get to, is... Take your voltmeter, set it to ohms, right? Measure resistance. Yes. And let's okay. do a resistance check of each injector, cold before okay. you before you start it in the morning. All right. Okay. Let's look and see. Spec was sixteen to eighteen ohms resistance. Fifteen. Okay. Fifteen doesn't scare me. Twenty doesn't scare me. Start the car mm-hmm. up, get it warm. You know, mm-hmm. bring it up, bring it up the temperature. Let it run for. A half hour. Take it for a ride as best you can. Don't drive it too much because it's broke. All right, and come back and as yes. much as much as you can bear to do it on a warm engine. Do another resistance check of the injectors.
5: Okay, Ron, well, I'm, I'm a I'm i a, um, I've called you before and I had a similar problem, but it sounded like it was bad gas, and you told me to ohm um out the fuel injectors. Right, and I did that, and I had it. I had a different uh, ohm rating. On the middle injectors, like let's say number three and five and four and six. So I replaced all the injectors. Now, you told me to do that in 2016. So the injectors were changed along with the EGR at that time. Okay. So the injectors were changed. At So I can do that again. Um, Has this but, problem but been going on since have...
1: 2016, Richard?
5: No. Okay. No, not at all. Okay. That corrected. That corrected. The injectors corrected the other problem, which was which it ran like it had bad gas. Sometimes okay. it would run good, sometimes it would run awful. Okay, and when it was hot, when it right. was cold, it was okay. All
1: right, so yeah.
5: let's let's do no, it, that, let's that do
1: it again. That. You know you know the test then. Let's okay. do it again because who's to say who's to say the the new rebuilt injectors for the thirty year old vehicle? You know, yeah, new, new doesn't no. melt good.
5: They're um. They're new injectors, but they're from an aftermarket company. I won't mention the name. Right, You can mention
1: names. Anything's possible. Listen. new, new, Okay, Standard Motor Products. Yeah, and Standard Motor Products. And listen, Standard didn't make those. I don't think they're new. I think they're remanufactured, meaning that, if, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know that they're new new. I think they're remans. It depends on what the box said. And even if they're new, I don't know, sitting, sitting with fuel in them. Uh, you know, during long periods of time. It it all has an effect on these. But those injectors were problematic. So, Richard, I got to go. The, mm-hmm. I'm, up, I'm up against the clock. Do those things. Call me back. Let me know where you stand, and we can kind of pick it up from there, and uh, we'll figure out what's wrong with this vehicle. Good luck. Keep me posted. Eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero zero. The Car Doctor's back right after this.
2: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com.
0: Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
4: As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds,
0: it was shocking.
4: I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought.
1: Welcome back, Ryan. The Car Doctor. I think this is timely after talking to Richard, and uh, thanks for allowing me to spend time with Richard this hour. I think he needed the help with his Pontiac. Uh, this is in from Mitchell1, Mitchell1.com. You know, Mitchell1 does a great job of posting these confirmed fixes in their track community based on repair orders, and this week's is probably... Pretty close to what I was thinking along terms with Richard in terms of diagnose, diagnose, diagnose. They talk about a late model Chevy Silverado with a code P1516 throttle actuator control module circuit performance. And most people would have just replaced the throttle body and said, okay, that must be it, right? They go through step by step, line by line, talking about voltages. Uh, um, uh, uh, connector tests checking make sure that the connector passes a drag test taking you right down the line to find a bad connector not a bad throttle body because testing is what it's all about thanks to the folks at mitchell one mitchell one.com great job i'm Ronny any the car doctor reminding each and every one of you till the next time good mechanics aren't expensive they're priceless see ya
2: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com.